Welcome to Making Your Impact, a podcast to inspire and equip you to pursue your calling and make your positive impact on the world. I'm your host, Melissa Ike. I have a passion for making an impact, and I also have a passion for helping you make yours. So let's get started. Hello and welcome back to Making Your Impact. Thank you so much for joining me today. For those of you who are new here, my name is Melissa Ike. I'm a co-founder and the director of communications and development for The Dragonfly Home, a nonprofit in Oklahoma City that serves survivors of human trafficking. I'm also a writer, speaker, and attorney. And you can learn more about me at melissaike.com. That's melissaeick.com. You all, today's episode is a three-peat of the very, very special annual Birthday Triplets podcast episode. That's right. The July 3rd birthday trips are back and my friends Marla O'Fallon and Kaylee Bishop are joining us today. Kaylee and Marla are impact-making ladies who actively pursue their calling to make the world a better place. I know both of them through the Dragonfly Home, and you can hear all about that in the first two birthday podcast episodes. Also in the first two special birthday podcast episodes, we learned that Marla was a prankster as a child, and that she almost got sucked up by a giant horrible tornado when she was a kid. We learned that Kaylee's family once forgot her birthday for three months when she was a child, and that she has just so many stories of traumatic childhood injuries. But also during those episodes, we got so many nuggets of wisdom and inspiration from these two, such as when Kaylee said, we plant seeds we don't know about all the time. We're making an impact on the world constantly, even though we may not always know it. Or when Marla said, you don't have to be doing something radical to make a difference. There's joy in helping people. It doesn't have to be flashy. I had already chosen these two quotes for this intro before our party, but there was no way for the two of them to know it. So appreciate how Kaylee and Marla both reference their own quotes later in the episode. In the first part of today's episode, we catch up with Kaylee and Marla and on how they've been making their impact since our last birthday. And in the second half of the episode, it is our legit party. We unwrap gifts. Kaylee cracks up super hard when she unveils the sloth coloring book she received. I just destroy the elaborate cake I made when I was trying to cut into it to get slices for my guests. And I also explain the deeper meaning of each gift they received. All the gifts are Enneagram related, if that interests you. And we end on an unexpected discussion of movies that inspire our impact, which was really fun. Oh, and just so you know, at the end of the episode, there's this moment (laughs) during which we've all grasped hands in a gesture of friendship love. And what Marla says very quietly is the Trinity. You'll know it when you hear it. So much has happened since our first birthday episode in 2019. What will this year bring? Let's find out. I hope you'll enjoy joining our party. Welcome to the third annual birthday triplets party episode. It's happening. It's happening. We had a delicious lunch. Mm -hmm. In a room full of pineapples. Melissa yes. prepared a beautiful lunch for us. <gasps> Thank with you. And all the prettiest decorations ever. Yes. Birthday explosion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wish you guys could be in here with us. I'll post there are photos. There will be photos on the Instagram account. Mm-hmm. Trying or tried to capture all the birthday mm-hmm. that is happening in this room. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. it was a big party kit. Mm-hmm. And this is a small room. And I put almost all of it, it in works. here. Mm-hmm. So, beautiful. yeah. 
I was so happy when I walked in and I put the balloons in this morning and I just started laughing because I was like, oh, this is a lot. <laughs> this is a lot. Oh, did you guys notice the tea? I did. Yeah. What happened? So when I was blowing it up, it exploded mm. on me and um, noticed the tape <laughs> where I spent an hour trying to fix it mm-hmm. <laughs> to no avail. And I was like, oh, well. It's okay. So can I. Still um, it's still he's, he's doing his job. He's yeah. doing his job. It's the placeholder. <laughs> yeah. It made me laugh. And I thought. I think that okay. Kaylee and Marla will just mostly find it amusing. Well, like nobody we wouldn't have said much. anything either. And I, it didn't really, I don't know, didn't bother. <laughs> right. Anything, you know, like something happened there. We just don't even need to bring mm-hmm. it up. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, my friends. I mean, actually, we've been chatting for over an hour, an hour and a half mm-hmm. or so, probably. Mm-hmm. But I still don't know that I know the answers to these questions. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to send you these, and I almost thought about saying, like, we can't talk about any of this during lunch. You need to save it for the ep. <laughs> I and think then we I thought, did on accident. Yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah. I think even though it's funny, we still talked about but, a lot. But worked out really yeah. well, actually. So what has happened since last July 3rd? Oh, man. A lot has happened. Yes. Let's see. I feel like Kaylee needs to go first. (laughs) Kaylee, anything to tell us about? Yeah. As we were saying from last time we recorded this, having COVID literally while we were recording this last year. Right. Doing the the Zoom version. But it worked out fine. Mm. Uh, And then, let's see. Started the school year. It was, you know, dealing with COVID on campus. Mm -hmm. So that was... A whole new experience, you know, because, mm. you know, I'm over the residence at the university. So it was doing quarantine, mm-hmm. having to be kind of like a pseudo nurse this year, which wow. was scary. What was that like? Bit. Meaning what? Like if someone would say like, OK, so I'm having this symptom. It was kind of like we had to just help them decide, like, should you go get tested? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'd say like at least 80 percent of the time we leaned on like. Yes, you should get tested, but some students might not have insurance or they were just, you know, they were like, I I really don't want to, you know, get tested just to do it. So we had to try to like, okay, do we make you quarantine? Like we had special quarantine rooms in a separate building. So just all of that. Yeah. Feeling like making medical decisions and. I was like, I'm not equipped for this. Right. (laughs) That's crazy. So I'm a resident director, but (laughs) yeah. And then December. Found out I was pregnant, so uh-huh. yeah, you did. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> so yeah, right now that was it, fun. Uh, <laughs> it was something <laughs> at the time. It was like holy cow. <laughs> and you're yeah. doing September, you said. Yes, it's been a whole lot this wow. since like really January going forward. There's yeah. been a whole lot of shifts and things, just preparing for baby and stuff. So definitely. What about you, Marla? What happened since July 3rd of last year? Um, I got COVID to start out. Right, actually, cool. on I I actually believe I got it on my birthday. Oh wow! So that was fun. It was really not bad. Like my husband and I both got it. Gene and I both got it. So, um, but yeah, my thankfully I was working from home. So I worked at Girl Scouts at the time. Worked to Girl Scouts from then until March. No, April of this year. Mm-hmm. So I was doing that, and then I actually switched to something I'm. Probably more along the lines of what I want to do more long term, which is I work for a nonprofit now that supports small businesses in Tulsa. And um, that's been really fun. So I work in operations there. And so now I work in person, which is definitely a transition for like my energy level. (laughs) But I'm getting more used to it. And I've got to explore, you know, like I I moved to Tulsa back in 2019 
But it was kind of like I didn't get a job for a little while. And then when I did, like almost immediately COVID hit. Mm -hmm. And then it was like I didn't see people. So I feel like now I'm really starting to like explore Tulsa more and like see all like be around all the people and the fun things. So that's been nice. Um, My husband and I also paid off our student debt. Wow. Yes. Back in February. I remember when you great. got married, he had like, a, didn't he have like a spreadsheet with a big plan for oh, how yes. you were going to do it? <laughs> yes. Well, he partially, I think, felt the need because he, like, it was majority his student loans. Oh, like, even yeah. though when we got married, it's ours now. Mm-hmm. But like, it was mostly his. So I think he felt like the need to be like, I need to come in with the plan mm-hmm. so that we can, you know, get it done. So that paid all that off. That done that quick though. Yeah. yeah. That's Congratulations. Huge. Thank you. So paid that off in like, I think it took us 17 months. And then we've, you know, since then it's been very nice. So, <laughs> cause we got our fun money back mm-hmm. <laughs> in the budget. Um, yeah. I mean, really that's about it. I'm still, you know, still in Tulsa, just still living in the same place. So, yeah, but I like it. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So then what do you, what areas of your life have you found that you have been making your impact? Because that's the title of the show. I feel like you both have very impactful jobs. It's you been, were a nurse, for example. It's been different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It definitely uh, felt like this year had to have a, a whole different kind of mental health mm-hmm. uh, focus mm-hmm. than even in past years. I mean, college in general is a huge time for mental health issues to become more prevalent in students' lives. And this year of it just feeling like, you know, students could zoom in to class instead of like having to go to mm-hmm. class. And a lot of students chose to do that. I mean, yeah. we had residents on campus, but they still didn't have to go to class if they didn't want to. So a lot more isolation mm-hmm. was happening mm-hmm. this year. You know, we we did activities, but we tried to have to, you know, make sure that they were appropriate. You know, yeah. you didn't want to do anything that would be too much or you know like before it's just we would do activities all the time right. and now it's just kind of you had to feel it out month by month like how are how are things going what are the cases looking like and yeah but because of that like you know different mental health issues they i feel like they really do get much worse in isolation yeah. than whenever you're oh, out sure. and you know other people can't recognize when it's getting worse for you and then you might not recognize in yourself when it's getting worse so I think this year was probably when we had the most students referred to counseling services mm-hmm. out of any year, which I love because I want yeah. more people to go to utilize counseling mm-hmm. services. I feel like most people could yeah. at, in normal circumstances, mm-hmm. but it just really showed that that was just one of the, the big impacts on the campus from, you know, the different protocols and stuff and yeah. just different stresses in, as well. Yeah. You know, some people don't thrive very good under, you know, online courses and Mm-hmm. stuff like that or you know all the sports got pushed to spring oh, right. so even where people would have normally been spending more time with like their fellow athletes and stuff that just that wasn't happening yeah. so you know people just had to adapt and find coping mechanisms yeah and some people are better at that than others yeah well in I, I don't know if you listened to our past episodes I did in preparation that was something something that you talked about mm-hmm. was about how important it was to you to make sure students knew mm-hmm. how to access those services mm-hmm. and to decrease the stigma yeah. surrounding it so yeah. you had been doing that prior to yeah. pandemic so look at how it pays off now right i mean psychology and counseling is my yeah. my background mm-hmm. so like that's just something i i care deeply about you know and I know even from personal experience how much 
that can help you in mm-hmm. coping and getting through hard times. So, yeah. so I literally just want to tell everyone, like all of you guys need to go to counseling. I agree. <laughs> Everybody do it. Yes. Yeah. I've started to think that you way find a good well. counselor and you've got a, a good setup going. There is no downside in my mind. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just got to find the right place. For sure. Yeah. Um, what about you, Marla? Mm, that's a great question. I feel like it's definitely doesn't like the last couple of years have not looked like, you know, any other season of my life. Like, mm-hmm. and so still trying to like be okay with like the impact I make because especially with the pandemic, like mm-hmm. so much like travel and seeing people was like even like emotionally supporting your friends or your family. Like it's not the mm-hmm. same. Um, so I think like phone calls were really big. Like, so my, I feel like my main impact in this season of life is like being a wife, being a friend, being a sister, being a daughter. And so like just focusing more on those because my jobs, as much as I'm like, you know, I still like, obviously I I do make an impact with my jobs. It's not quite as like direct as it's looked before. Mm -hmm. And so like, I think like emotionally, like I don't really like provide impact in my in my actual career um it's more like technical support or like you know like scheduling meetings or scheduling like trainings or you know we're working on moving offices right now so like I think like like recently it's looked more like just like being there for like like my husband's in school right now so he's like you know doing his thing trying to switch careers So I've been like supporting him by, you know, taking on more of like housework so he can like spend like he already works more than I do. And then he's going to school on top of it. So trying to like help him out. And then also like my siblings are in times of transition, too, with like their seasons of life, helping them. I also have like one of my friends just got pregnant. So supporting her. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a couple people in our community once adopting, once having a baby. So trying to, like, find ways I can serve them and help them. We have a single mom in our group that I also, like, we try to support. So just, like, in way, like, little ways. Like, I don't think there's any, like, really major, like, impacts, like, all at once. But I think, like, if I look at, like, all the little things, it's, like, Mm -hmm. that's kind of, like, what it looks like right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's interesting because, uh, again, in my preparations and listening to last year's, one of the quotes that you gave actually um i'll be mentioning it in the intro that means that at this point i already mentioned it in the intro at this point of the episode (laughs) one of the things you said was that uh you were learning that making your impact doesn't always have to look flashy Mm. it's not necessarily a big thing yeah like you're doing something dramatic Mm -hmm. it's about exactly what you're talking about um making your impact very relationally and um, in one of my very first episodes, I talked about this, too, this exact thing. Like, sometimes making your impact looks like having a job like mine, run, like, help, you know, helping run a nonprofit that mm-hmm. helps people. Um, but then sometimes it looks like very relational, with, which both of you really mm-hmm. engage in in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's looking at what happens beyond that, mm-hmm. Right. Right. So, like, every mm-hmm. student who you mm-hmm. come into contact with and you're a positive influence, they get counseling because of you. Mm-hmm. And knowing the difference that that makes in someone's life that can mm-hmm. really alter right. the course of their life, you literally can really alter know. the trajectory. Really, yeah. 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 Like, you, we probably are just planting seeds for the most part. That's but exactly. You, but you don't necessarily get to see it grow. No, but that's the quote that I had from you in the beginning, too. What's <laughs> 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 happening? <laughs> we plant seeds every day and we just don't always know what happens. 
<laughs> That's so funny. My thoughts have not quote. changed much. Right, we're both um, really on the same on yeah. the same path. That's yeah. so funny. You're consistent. <laughs> um, but then, like you're talking about Marla, all the people. Yeah, well, you're very real. Like you are. Well, you're an enneagram too, and so like yeah. being really one on one and making that deep relational impact. That is right. what you would probably gravitate towards yes as well yeah I know it's very interesting to like the more you learn about yourself which speaking of like therapy something I've been in for the last few months and Mm -hmm. like learning about yourself more helps you kind of dictate like oh like I don't have to be like my life doesn't have to look this way can look there's a lot of different ways and also Mm -hmm. like your seasons of life change and it's okay Mm -hmm. like to change with it like Mm -hmm. which is like Something that I'm learning is like, okay, and also like, like things I might have thought about myself back in college or in high school or whatever, like, it's not actually how I am. Like, I actually, like, I mean, you guys know this, but like, I do thrive more one-on-one rather than Mm -hmm. like, you know, doing a lot of like big things. And, but I didn't know that because I had always just done that. So I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, like, I obviously enjoy this because I can do it. Yeah. And then it's like. Like going to Haiti, for example. Oh, yeah. And like that felt like very even though that's not a celebrity thing like it felt very like everyone knew me for that and like that was like what I was known for and like I'm very removed from that now like I still like you know obviously I'm super passionate about Haiti Mm -hmm. always love them want to go back but it's like it doesn't like look like what I thought it was gonna look like so it's just Mm -hmm. interesting how like life does not go the way you want it but actually ends up at least for me it's been a really good thing right Mm -hmm. so it's funny that made me think of uh I also have been in counseling since about the end of January. In one of the, or my first sessions with my counselor, I was talking about like, you know, something I was doing. And I was like, yeah, I'm, just, I'm not really like that patient. I can be kind of, you know, impatient about things. She goes, well, let's let's wait to figure out, you know, what you actually are. She's saying that might be what you think you are, but we're going to work through some stuff. Oh, and that wow. might not actually be what you might not actually be impatient. I was like, oh, shoot. That, that was a de- definitely a paradigm shift. That I was like, wow, I could have thought something for 28 years of yeah. my life. And I'm <laughs> Maybe Especially if it's something that it. someone else told you about yes. yourself that you just right. accept. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> right. But really, it's questioning, like, the negative things you think in yeah. particular, too. Right. That, like, I'm impatient. I'm, I'm short-tempered. Blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, are you? Or, you know. <laughs> or do you just need better coping mechanisms? Right. So, now that now that it's been a few months, have you just, if you care to share mm-hmm. it, if you don't care to share, what mm-hmm. have, any discoveries? I do feel like I have been getting better at being patient, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and a lot of things. I've, I've done counseling before in the past, actually, mm-hmm. um, just during certain difficult periods. And mm-hmm. in particular, finding out I was pregnant at the you know, very end of last year. Just big changes in general are typically like a trigger for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that point, we thought I'd be changing a job. We'd be moving as well. So, like, my brain was just exploding with all the different changes that were possibly coming down. And, you know, eventually later we decided, yeah, we'll stay where we are for another year. Um, so yeah, it was just, I just needed to need some help, needed to go back. Yeah. Cause it was just, I needed to, I, I knew it worked for me in the past and I was like, yep, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna do it again. Yeah. It was kind of a quick decision, honestly, for my part. Um, yeah. but yeah, so it's, uh, it's helped a lot. I think it's like talking about like uh-huh. your value is because you are, you that's mm. it like that's where it ends yeah, yeah that's hard yeah that's really hard yeah, yes that's yes hard. it is <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah it doesn't have to be achievement oriented 
Yeah, I'm not there. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm working. <laughs> it's good for reminders every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Getting there. <laughs> well, um, the next question that I was going to ask was any new revelations God has shown you in the last year you'd like to share? Would you count that as yours probably? Yeah, lots of them. Okay. Not being so controlling, you know, which is also a thing of just surrendering to God in general. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I mean, yeah, God can tell me that. Hey, this is where we're we're leading right now, and be like, oh, but are you sure? Like, like I had an idea too. Maybe we should think about that. Right. He's like, nope, nope, I'm I'm good. I, got, I, I actually got the idea. know. Uh huh. Yeah. Like, you sure you don't want my input? <laughs> right. I'm like on the plan. Like I'm gonna pray for your will, but I, here's a suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> I I really would like to do this, but that's like even with like the changing jobs and moving thing where. I was really freaking out just thinking I'm going to have to get a new job. We're going to have to find a place to live and just worrying about finances and stuff. And am I going to have health insurance? Am I going to get maternity leave? And it was like an epiphany that he was like, you know, you can stay where you are. I was like, well, I hadn't considered that. (laughs) But okay. And I felt so much peace after that. I was just like, yeah, that's. Okay, that's the answer. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't what I was thinking. And it was almost like I was also worried about letting some other people down mm. by that being the decision. Because we mm-hmm. had just talked about getting our own place. And we were just, it was just like the idea of we were going to move on. Right. You know, we had talked about that for years. So I was like, I kind of had to let that that picture yeah. in my mind just kind of fade away. Like, okay, so that's not what it's going to be. But Eight more months is not the end of the world, you know. And it brought peace. That's yes. like maybe the biggest thing. Right. For me, that's what yeah. I'm always going to follow that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the peace doesn't come with the decision that makes the most sense logically or mm-hmm. the easiest right. one yeah. or what I want to do. Right. Yeah. 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 So we were ready to <laughs> we were ready to change it up. But then a bigger change came down He's the like, way. And <laughs> LOL, there's actually a change coming. There's a yes. person coming. <laughs> there's a person. <laughs> right. <laughs> So you're going to have a lot on your plate. You deal with that. And then next year we'll deal with the next change. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's nice. Um, what about you, Marla? Oh, I don't. I really have had so many. I feel like the pandemic just really was such a, I don't know, like a really like hard, difficult time. But also, you know, as you both know, like the most difficult times produce like the most revelations. Like true. I think you're just like so dependent on the Lord where like if things are good, you're just not. So, mm-hmm. um, but I think for me with like, with the pandemic came a lot of like kind of re, I know there's like this whole like idea of like deconstruction of faith going on. I don't know if mine was deconstruction as much as it was just kind of like redefining or, like, kind of almost, like, a rebirth mm-hmm. of, like, my faith. Mm-hmm. Like, I know, like, that's biblical. Like, God makes us new. And, like, mm-hmm. I think that comes with faith. Um, so I think I had a, I had a um, gal at my church that actually I wasn't even that close to. But she had actually gone through what I was going through a couple years back. With, like, doubts and, like, what, like, do I actually believe what I believe? And, like, mm-hmm. what, you know. And that was kind of the first time in my life I'd really, like, I think acknowledged it like that I was feeling it and then also like had someone like Jean to walk with me through it and it was cool that like she something she said to me was like um you know you think about Thomas in the Bible when he doubted like out of all the disciples he was the one that was like I just can't believe it Jesus until I see like his hands and his feet and like Jesus asked him like you know to fill his hands and his feet and and think of the intimacy like Thomas experienced with Jesus because mm-hmm. of his doubt. Wow. And I thought that was so beautiful. That's like, a really I, good like, way to it put totally, it. It yeah. totally, like, I just grew up in a, like, I feel like 
like grow like not the church I'm in now, but growing up in the church, I feel like doubt was kind of a negative thing. Mm-hmm. And now I like I feel like there's been an intimacy with the Lord that I would not have had if mm-hmm. I wouldn't have like experienced that. So all for doubt now, but <laughs> didn't know if I'd say that. Um, and not being afraid of them, not yeah. being afraid of it, and knowing that it's like actually just a part of your faith. Like, right. and I think God like cares about us enough to be like, it's okay for you to question, yeah. it's okay yeah. to doubt, like, like, like he can please. handle them. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. he's like, it's not. He's gonna, like, I got this. It's not gonna like push me away or anything. Right. Like I'm God. And I even think of like what I went through if I would have had a response. Like say my church wouldn't have like mm-hmm. been a good support for that, or like right. someone in my life would have said like, oh man, like you know, don't you know, don't go that route. Right. Like who knows where I would have ended up mm-hmm. now. Right. And so I think that is like that was really cool that I had her. Also, you know, I pretty much immediately started going to therapy after that because I was like, I need to talk through this. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, that was a good, I think, and that happened right, at, you know, kind of near the middle of the pandemic slash beginning. And yeah, so I don't know, just like I feel like the way and the way that I trust God is so different now mm-hmm. with, with what happened with that. So, yeah. So we don't we have to be afraid that our relationship with Jesus is this like super fragile thing, you know, like <laughs> it's like literally not supposed to understand everything. So it's perfectly normal to say, I don't get this. I still am growing in that of like not being able to understand everything. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but yeah, trusting that like like, yeah, that that is also like God is good in that, that I don't know everything. That's interesting. So, yeah, there's a lot of things. But that would, yeah. I'd say that's the main well, you've thing. You've had a big year. We've both had a big year. (laughs) I think we've Um, all had big years. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Next, I wanted to ask, well, this is kind of funny. Any things coming up in the future that you'd like to share? (laughs) LOL. So we've covered Kaylee. (laughs) But there could be other things, too. Like, it's not all about being preggers. That is true. Feels like it is right now. Yeah, I know. That's (laughs) something I'm learning about, like, pregnant friends is, like, it is literally their whole life. It's consuming. Like, I mean, mean, your body's changing. appointments every two weeks. Your hormones are raging. It really does take over. (laughs) And we just started the point where we're doing, like, baby showers now. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it kind of does. Well, and, like, I mean, coming up, too. We are getting ready to start the school year again. Uh So, it really does feel crazy that we're, like, a month out from our Res Life team returning. So... There's a lot that's going to start. Oh, and you're having your baby right as everything is. Yeah. So I've told everyone, like, I'm going to be zen and I'm not going to get stressed out because if you guys send me. I'm not going to get stressed, you guys. (laughs) You guys send me into an early labor by stressing me out. I'm going to be so mad. I blame you. Right. (laughs) I'm like, I'm just getting through August. We're going to do all the move-ins. We're going to do all the big activities because that really is, like. That's the most stressful time of the year. We call yeah. that like that's the Super Bowl for us is move in and just yeah. the, all those beginning activities because yeah. you just want to go so hard yeah. to get people like plugged into campus yeah. and for sure. Yeah. So after that, like September is when it typically calms down. So I mean, thank okay, you. so actually maybe good timing. So thank yeah. Jesus, yeah, that it, yeah. it is working out that way. I'm not having her in August because that would be a whole yeah. different story. Yeah. But like, still gotta gotta get through. Yeah, you'll <laughs> make it get through August. I'm yeah. sure you will. I'm sure you will. So I'm just hyper planning right now. Yes. And I also like the idea of I'm going to be out for six weeks. So leaving the plans for someone else to execute yeah. for those this is what six weeks. Hyper planning mode. Yeah, yeah right. definitely. It's like, it's, it's going to be an anxiety leading up. That's like, I know the world will keep turning. Yeah. I know it's also very important to prioritize 
what is actually important, which for me right now it is keeping stress low. You know, I'm not trying to pass any unnecessary stress on to baby right now. Yeah. And, you know, so I just, I, I do have to refocus, which is also hard talking about the where you find value thing. If I find it in doing a great job mm-hmm. and you doing these certain things, then now it's like, okay, well, I'm going to have to become okay with rest, Yeah, which was actually another thing, counseling, you know, that she was talking about, like at the beginning when I was just so stressed out, I felt like I was not doing anything, you know, like I was just literally just trying to cope and get by. She was like, you know, if there's something that you find just fun and relaxing, if it's playing a game on your phone, I want you to be 100% okay spending time doing that. That's a good, that's really good. You know, like right now your accomplishment might be just getting through the day, you yeah. know, that, that is what you're going to check off at the end and say, okay, I did it. Mm-hmm. I, I relaxed and I had a fun moment, you know, that's, that's okay. If that's the only accomplishment mm. for that day, yeah. which was hard. Yeah. <laughs> what was your response when you, when she started talking about rest, you had a real big response over there, Marla. <laughs> that is something I, well, I think I started learning about that in like 2018, ish like I think I like like we went through a whole series at our church on Sabbath and mm-hmm. I just had thought my whole life that Sabbath was like an option <laughs> or it was like something that only like Jewish people like participated mm-hmm. in and actually like it is a command mm-hmm. and that even like God himself like doesn't need to rest but he did mm-hmm. like to set an example like that's how much I think he like believed in it mm-hmm. and then I think about like where we live in retrospect with like the rest of the world um, and how like in Europe, like they think we are like insane mm-hmm. for how much we work and like how much we like or have side hustles and yeah. have all. And it's like none of those are bad things. Like I do think like, I mean, I think that's still good. Like a lot of people do their passion on the side or whatever, you know, whatever it is like. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, wow, like we really are very different, mm-hmm. like compared to the rest of the world and how they yeah. function. And living in Haiti was a big, I think, dip, like teaching for me because it, like they like ha- like Haitian people, they wake up really early, mm-hmm. they get their work done. And then at three, they're like, peace. And yeah. they just chill all evening. Mm-hmm. Like that's what they do. They sit out on the porch and they talk to people and they make food or they hang out mm-hmm. and like they just like a big thing they say in Haiti is like pose like chill like <laughs> yeah. just chill and yeah. like that's what they that's what they believe and they're so like stress free like mm-hmm. they live very like they live really long lives and mm-hmm. i'm just like man there's probably something to that yeah. like and the, and that like and we do but i think like all of us are going to have a hard time with that cuz in, in the united states like our identity is like what we do mm-hmm. right and what we can create and what mm-hmm. we can make and how much like we can, you know, make the system, like making the system more efficient mm-hmm. and fast. And like, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's like how, like, then how far am I willing to push my body to like, mm-hmm. and how much do I care for my body right. to make it do that? Yeah. So I don't, I've learned a lot about that. And, um, my employers probably the first like, couple times when my questions and interviews are literally like, how, like, how much do I work? Like, how, like, you know, mm-hmm. and I think with Dragonfly, that was good because I remember, like, Whitney, um, like, in my interview was, like, you know, like, you, like, you will work this a lot and, like, that is what you'll work. And, like, we will not push you past this. And, like, mm-hmm. I remember being, like, really? Like, <laughs> like 
like, excuse me, like, it didn't feel good. Like, I was like, oh, like, I'm working for a nonprofit. I should be willing to just, like, push myself. Uh You were limited to 40 hours a week because we literally And, like, legally. Yeah, actually, like, legally. Because it was a grant position. Yeah. 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 Like, legally, like, I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. And and then I think starting there was really good because I think I started to learn like okay like and and forty actually was enough but all that to say I just that's yeah. good I mean it's important though because it, of, it is like yeah. the forty hours when you really use it it can be mm-hmm. yes yeah. yeah well let's shift gears because I have gifts for you that you need to yes. open as well mm-hmm. and there's multiple gifts I know well, well this is Christmas <laughs> <laughs> it's birthday oh my gosh <laughs> oh sorry did i overdo it with the ribbon can Forget you get it off? off yes we got it she got Wait, it should we do <laughs> uh, so you can open and then we'll come back and, and discuss okay That is never a bad decision. Mm-hmm. That's never a bad decision. Never a bad decision. To cut the cake. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> Thank you so much. Melissa, I always love the cards you pick up. Yeah, I was going to say, also the way you were happy birthday, Marla, it looks like friends. Oh my gosh, it like does! The, like the friends <laughs> logo. I didn't do it on purpose, but you are my oh, friend. I like these so. cards. Too. Yes. Thank you. Literally every card I've ever gotten from you. I love just and the colors and everything. Thanks. And I keep them all in the box. Just so you yes. Know. Wow, this literally feels like Christmas. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because the name of this gift is exactly what you do. Hashtag to love. Press the love. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's Tabby! <laughs> it's Tabby! <laughs> what? Where did you get that? Amazon.com? Amazon.com. Oh my gosh. I am going mm, to color. so good. I These are really the kind so of fast. pictures I like to color where there's not like a crazy amount of detail. That's how I am too. That's yes. how I am too. Like I want big areas to fill in. And specifically, I wasn't sure, but I got. I just got yes. you what I would like. I wonder if that's a I one thing. I felt loved when you talked about funny. the Enneagram and I want to show appreciation for the love you show everyone. Hashtag to love. Hashtag to love. Wow. See this mush of cake, and I spilled all of it. The whole piece just fell over on me. <laughs> so you keep doing what you're doing, and I'm going to try and do more uh, cake work over yeah, here. Yeah, there's still stuff open, so. Thank you, Marissa. You're the best. You guys are the best. Oh, my gosh. You did Sleeping at Last. <gasps> oh! Did you make this? Yes, I did. Now I have to tell you all the meanings. Okay. <laughs> But I'm just really trying to get this cake cut, and it's very sticky. Okay. So these it's are gonna really taste not great looking slices. Let's <laughs> talk about when I cut cake, what it looks I like. Mean, so. It was really Thank rough. You. <laughs> I tried. Ooh, There's cake good. on the floor. Mm-hmm. It's okay. So when I was trying to come up with your presents, yeah. I went with your Enneagram numbers, and I did a lot of research. Mm-hmm. It was funny because you and I are both one wing, yeah. too, but I was still like... What would a one want mm-hmm. as a gift? Mm-hmm. And then for you, all the ones that I liked for myself, I decided to go with for you. And then when I got them in the mail, mm-hmm. I wanted to keep them. 
<laughs> I was like, so I think I nailed it. You picked good. Is yeah. it like one of those things where you buy it for someone else? You're like, I really wish I would have yes. that for myself. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. That. So I did. Okay. So the mugs I got you are my from my merch. Love it. Um, Your merch? Yes. I have a shop. I have an Etsy shop. I design mugs. Is this what I get for not being on social media? I haven't shared about it. I, was a say, ton. I don't think I've seen that either. Oh, really? I'm, I'm still building it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been around since. November. Is it on your like podcast website? It is on my okay. website. Okay. It is. Okay. I know yeah. your website. I love so. Etsy. So yeah. So so I got um, Kayla that one yours because mm-hmm. Leslie Nope is also a one, and I couldn't directly quote her because copyright infringement. Uh-huh. And so I want to say, if I'm being it, honest, I often inspire myself. Mm-hmm. Which is based on one of her quotes, yes. but worded a little bit differently. Yeah, I love it. So since she's a fellow one, I mm-hmm. went with that one for you. Yes. Um, I got you some planner stickers, productivity planner Which stickers. Which is perfect because yes. I need to find a new planner for okay. this next year. Well, I was like, I would love yes. that. They're so cute they and colorful. Cute. Yes. And, or, and so it's like fun organization stickers. and they're stickers. Kayla, I'm going to text yes. you this planner that I found that yes. I'm going to actually get for next year. So I'll see if you like it. So then I also got you this super dope sloth coloring book that the so cover great. of it is oh this gosh. fun, smooth texture that mm-hmm. I love. Yes. And yeah, I don't like super intricate coloring books. I want to be able to just color I, it I, I lose, quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I get frustrated. Mm-hmm. So it's really cute. Beautiful. And so sloths are your favorite Ooh, animal. They are indeed. And I have a sloth yoga calendar. A sloth yoga yes, calendar. Yes, you do. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie gets it for me every year. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> I hang it in my office and all the students are like, what's going on there? Why Why is that sloth doing downward dog? Like, why no, wouldn't it? Just go with it. Why wouldn't Maybe it he needs that? to relax. Okay. Yeah. So then it was like you were supposed <laughs> to do, I got this because we need to rest and do things that are fun yes. for us as ones. Love it. Which then your therapist said that she recommended. I was like, haha. <laughs> Oh, okay. Marla is a two. Um, so I looked at gifts for twos mm-hmm. and it recommended. It's not hard, probably. Uh, <laughs> right. Well, there were a few different things I thought of. Mm. And then when I saw a candle that was literally called Spread the Love Beautiful. and it was peony scented, I was I like, I think I'm going to. It didn't. It smells really good. Candles was a recommendation mm. for twos. And I was like, mm. I was like, oh, maybe. I don't know. I'll kind of think about That's that. And then I saw them. that. Mm-hmm. And then I saw art and. And handmade gifts mm. for twos, and so oh, and I, I did the watercolor. I'm gonna frame that like as that's soon, literally beautiful. Like, as I get home. Oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did the watercolor, and, and my then... couch is like kind of this color. Is it? Mm-hmm. So I didn't even yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Now I wonder if my mom's a two because I've always joked my whole life that like. Like, buying gifts for my dad is so hard, mm. but buying gifts for mom was like, I'd give her one flip-flop, and she'd be happy. <laughs> I needed this. <laughs> she'd be like, thank you so much. I love that. I like, it can mean absolutely That's what nothing. I meant. Like, it's not hard, because, like, uh-huh. we just feel so loved that you even thought about right. it. So we're like, thank you. Like, you know. Yeah, but then when sense. you went above and beyond and you actually thought, like, through it, then that's an even deeper. Mm-hmm. That's what they said. That was the, the deeper thought. I was like, yes. oh, I'm going to get Marla good because I'm going to put I'm gonna get a thought good. into it. Oh, and then I got you the She Sparkle, She Shine, She Totally Sublime. <laughs> Very Melissa quote. Thanks. Well, since we have a few minutes, should I go ahead and ask you some of these fun questions? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yes, yes. Um, let's see. What celebrity did you have a crush on when you were 16? I really don't know. I don't know. 
have I didn't have a large amount of celebrity crushes, yeah. I feel like. Yeah, me neither. I didn't really I also, get into celebrity yeah. crushes, but it was probably like, I mean, I did like Justin Bieber at that time. So it was oh, yeah, probably, that makes sense. I think oh, I had a poster or something at one point. <laughs> oh, hey, you be nice. <laughs> that was more 15, though. Yeah, when I was 16, I mean, I when I was 10, it's funny because it's different. New Kids on the Block was mm-hmm. my deal. But 16, I was trying to think about it, too. I was, like, too – I was so into Taylor Swift, though. I feel like she – I had more of, like, a celebrity, like, girl crush on her. Sure. Right. Yeah. So guys oh, were interesting. weren't impressive at the time. But. Well, or I would have crushes on guys who were in 80s movies, and they were – and so that uh, – they're, like, 15 years older than me. Right. But I was 16, and in the movie they were 16, and yeah. so that's where my brain yes. went. I'm so bizarre that. of, like, celebrity crushes because if even if I like their character or whatever, if they're – like, they do things in real life that I don't like. Oh, I can't have done. a celebrity crush unless no. I know they seem like a really decent yeah. person. Yeah. Okay, so – Scratch that. No 16-year-old celebrity <laughs> crushes. Okay, what about this? Uh, choose an actor or actress you would cast in a movie about your life. I guess I assumed that would be the person playing you, but I guess it could be, like, playing significant others in like your life as well. Like barista number three? Mm. Like, who am I going to cast for Yeah, that? who are you going to cast as barista number three? <laughs> <laughs> Not your husband. Barista, barista number three. three. <laughs> Which begs the question, who plays barista number one and two? It's good. You have a lot of decisions I, There's a lot of people, yeah. There's a whole scene in Starbucks we got to get through. Okay. <laughs> what would you think? That's a really hard question. I don't know if I have a celebrity doppelganger even. But I mean, someone who could capture your essence. Yeah. I got... <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty really weird. Why am I so bad at celebrities? I know, yeah, no, why do I keep I never this? know names of celebrities, honestly. Like, I can, oh, I can, I can help you get there. Faces, but yeah. Who, who? Who's the girl that played um, the main character in Little Women? Uh, the one who not... played Joe? Yes, Joe. Oh, uh, how do you say it? Shersha. Shersha Ronan. Yes. Oh, she does kind of look like you. She does, actually. I love her. Shersha Ronan. Also, Jennifer Lawrence. Do you enjoy Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I thought maybe Emma Stone for me. Ooh, Emma Stone is so good. She's one of my faves. Yes. And she can play, what would it be? Smart, quirky? Yeah. I think because I think would do it. Mm Mm-hmm. Should do it, mm-hmm. but you don't know about you, Kaylee. I really don't. All yeah, right. Well, zero for two with you. <laughs> uh, let's see here. What about this? Choose a historical figure whose life you would emulate. I do know this right off the bat. Wow. Rosa Parks. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd that's totally love you. to live. Yeah, I just think she lived like the coolest life. Wow. Okay. You give yours, well, I think. All right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ooh, um, hmm. This is probably not someone most people know, but oh, am I getting her name right? I think her name was Frances Perkins. Mm-hmm. She was like, she was this woman who worked, I'm pretty sure, in the FDR administration. Mm-hmm. And she was this just really uh, dedicated woman. I'm not going to be able to, it's been so long mm-hmm. since I yeah. have known like all the details of her life, but I used to know all of it. Like worked for the government, was just like a really respected leader, mm-hmm. just like did her job super well. Yeah. So that's who I want to emulate. A woman who does her job super well. I would have yes. thought you would have picked Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I, actually, as I was talking, I you was thinking, thinking about that. Yeah. But she, I mean, 
I guess, emulating her life and what she accomplished for sure. Mm -hmm. I just think, like, her personality is very different from mine. But still, nonetheless, Mm -hmm. though, I mean... I still, I still think that that would be a good life to emulate oh, yes. as well. Or like a Michelle Obama. Mm. Oh, that would be so cool. Let's emulate her life. I feel like I just can't even say that because she's just so up there. Right. I know. <laughs> it's too. I mean, I whispered it because I couldn't bring myself to say it because it was too high up on a pedestal. I know. I know. She's a cool lady. I like she sure her. is. God, I'm going to give the most evasive answer because I still can't think of, like, anyone in particular. Like, yeah, but I get it. It's like I I definitely get very inspired when I see people doing the things, like, I want to do. You know, oh, like, right. like, it, like all these different people that would. Such like, as? Well, I, okay, this is going to be so weird. But, like, I love watching movies that are about real people, yeah. you know, because then it's like you just get Why to see weird? the whole picture. I yes. think that's not weird at all. Okay, cool. Great. Because then I leave and I'm like, yes, I'm going to do it too. Like, Uh I feel so energized. Like, we're going to go. We're going to do this right now. Or even fictional ones too. I'm like, if Mm. if there's a good premise to the movie, I'm like, Mm -hmm. I feel like energized from it, you know. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I get inspired by lots of like little things that people do, I feel like. I'm like, yeah, I want to, I want to emulate that. That's, that's it. No examples. (sighs) Doesn't have to be someone's whole life. What are some of the biopics that you've seen? Where you left. I guess I'm really digging in because mm-hmm. you didn't give us anything for the first I know. Two. Um, let's see. I kind of, I like historical ones. So, and like, I've always had an interest in like the Holocaust, like that mm-hmm. section of history. So any of the people that were involved in like rescuing people out of that. Or Did you ever like, uh, read The Hiding Place by Corey, Corey Ten Boom? No, I haven't. Oh, you I'm should. Doing a devotion okay. right now. Okay. Are you I'll really a devotion? It's on the Bible app, yeah. <gasps> oh, wow. Yeah. Written by her? Or yeah. about her. Mm-hmm. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I definitely want to do that. Yeah. She was a Dutch woman uh-huh. who f- um, fashioned a, a hiding place in uh-huh. her home. Uh-huh. And they hid Jewish people there for years. Mm-hmm. She and her sister got caught and put in a concentration camp. But I'm right. pretty sure the Nazis never found the Jewish people that they had hid yeah, right. in their homes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I know there was, yeah. there was a story I read. I can't remember her name. But it was of a famous ballerina who got sent to a concentration camp. Wow. And she just immediately was like, no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. And like just attacked like a officer, like immediately once she arrived and she was killed. But it was like it was just this crazy juxtaposition of like what you think a ballerina might be like. But she was like just so she was fierce. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, She had like a a very fierce determination of Mm. like, yeah, I'm not not good. This is not okay, And I'm going to do everything I can in my power to show that it's not. But like like the movie Freedom Riders. Mm-hmm. Um, uh yeah the writers mm-hmm. right like this yeah the yeah. the uh, w bar uh, is that Jennifer, hillary Jen- swang yes but like like that like that kind of a teacher like watching movies like that i love that movie or even like movie coach carter love it yes that's mm-hmm. a good one okay the movies like like people that are oh, seemingly regular how about how about freaking oh the called Titans, we are. Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. Yes, I, I was like, Revenge of the Titans. <laughs> we are the Titans. Okay, all right, we're here. Yeah. We're there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But yeah, like being bringing people together. Yeah, but it's like I guess in both those, like Coach Carter and uh, Freedom Riders, are like two of my favorite movies. Like, mm. but it's so just being it's people, a leader yeah, who in a seemingly lifts people up. Thing, but you had a huge impact. Right. You know? So I think that's literally what you're doing. That's what I want. To it's. Do, so. I mean, you're. <laughs> was really you're doing mm-hmm, yeah, you're yeah. a leader who is working with students mm-hmm. and lifting them up 
So good job on it's like both those it. they went they did differently. Like, you know, they, they didn't just stick to the status quo of right. this is how you're just supposed to do your job, you just do it and you get out, you know. Right. Just, and I mean, honestly, when you said Rosa Parks. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and it's cool because her, like, her, the reason, a lot of the reason she was able to do is what she did is because she had a husband that supported her. Mm-hmm. Like, actually, he stayed at home, which was not normal at that oh, time. I didn't know that. He stayed at home with the kids while she went out and did all of the things. And mm-hmm. and I was just like, wow, like, that's how I feel. I'm like, mm-hmm. I feel like Jean just supports me. Yeah. And also the fact that she was, like, so quiet, like, growing up and, like, that's a lot of people don't know about her. She was really was reserved and mm-hmm. didn't actually come out of her, like, bubble and out of her frustrations until, like, like a moment. And mm-hmm. then she was like, oh, I'm done. Yeah. Like, wow. And that's kind of what happened in my life. It's like yeah. I just hit a moment where I was like, I'm done mm-hmm. fighting for justice. <laughs> like, like, I'm just going for it. Yeah. So I just I just think she's so cool. Yeah, I wish I could just sit and have tea with her. <laughs> Is she still alive? Mm-mm. She isn't. No. Okay, I think she passed away in like early two thousands. Okay, maybe because you were. I was like, oh, she's still alive. Let's see if we can. Make that. <laughs> like, that was literally where my mind was up. going. I'm like, let's see if we can set it up. Right. So I then would... I feel like Marla. I don't know enough about her life to be able to speak to this. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows about the bus. The bus right. incident, right? Right. But, I mean, I'm going to guess there is a lot in her life where she was standing up for things and she wasn't always doing something big and flashy. Yes. And yeah. So, she was doing things before that. Right. And, um, yeah. And then, and then Pat, obviously, the bus situation happened and then she was really known and now she's, you know, worldwide. Known right. Everyone knows. Done, so. so, I mean, I would say don't worry about the times when you're just being yeah. faithful to what God has called you to yeah. because... It's not necessarily forever. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, it's not. It's just a season. Yeah. Or if you think about how many, like, people who have done huge things in the world, their first thing was when they were, like, 30, 40, 50, yeah. 60. Oh, like, yeah. Like, they literally had a whole life leading up to yes. like, that one uh, big thing she, that everyone knows them for. Julia Childs. Do you guys mm-hmm. know her? Yeah. She was yeah. in her 50s when yeah. she became, like, the a world renowned yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. chef that she became and... Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Love the yeah. movie about yeah, that. Me too. Are you thinking <laughs> about Julie and Julia? Yes. Yeah. I love that. Me too. <laughs> That's like my feel good movie. Because mm-hmm. it's just about cooking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that too is a story. Her husband, the way that he supported her. That too, is really true. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she supported him for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he was kind of a really like, good partnership. To do your thing. Also before it's time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And Stanley Tucci is very attractive in that role. <laughs> Just thought I'd show throw that out there. He does do a very good job. Uh, in yeah. that in mm-hmm. that role as a very supportive yeah. husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I love to watch? Have you ever seen the movie The Intern with Anne Hathaway and Robert Downey? Yes, I love that movie. It's so, so good. I like to think of it as the continuation of The Devil Wears Prada. And you know that yeah. Robert De Niro gets a lot of crap mm-hmm. for that movie because it's not some dramatic, like, world-changing masterpiece mm-hmm. like he did when he was younger. I'm like, hi. Hi, I think hello. that's the point of it. Yeah, I'm like, um, as a yeah. woman, as a professional woman, mm-hmm. portraying this other professional woman starting her own business it taking off and having an older professional experienced Mm -hmm. man 
come alongside her in a partnership, never be inappropriate, never leer at her, Mm -hmm. never sexually harass her, but serve where he can and support her in a very honorable way, make make himself relevant again and like Mm -hmm. and lead all these younger men into what it is to be an adult man Mm -hmm. and may and then become a true confidant. Mm -hmm. Actually, that is actually a world changing movie because for that to happen in real life is still a dream for some Mm -hmm. of us. Uh, And I actually thought it was very brave of him to do that role. And it meant Mm -hmm. a lot to me. Yes. No, it was a very I honestly like for being like yeah, like a movie that I didn't expect to be healing. It was a very healing movie. No. Yeah, I gotta watch that now. That's what I thought too. Yes, please, I think wow. you'll absolutely love it's it. Super it's super encouraging. And it's so unique. Like mm-hmm. I've never seen a movie like agree. it before. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, on that note, thank you for celebrating. Yeah. Oh man, this is I don't know about you. You do not have to agree. I will look forward to this every year the podcast yes. exists. That's my it's still plan. my favorite yep. thing to look back on. Yeah. Marla, we have the same birthday? Yeah, let's go tell Melissa. Wait, your birthday's July 3rd too? Yeah. Oh my gosh! It's one of my favorite <laughs> memories. Yep. That was just beautiful. After I'd asked Kaylee about her whole life. Her whole uh-huh. life. And yeah. me being sarcastic. Well, I was born on July 3rd, 1990. Literally. And then we were like... <laughs> And then, but it took, remember, we like came in or, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. okay, you already said that. But I was just like, it's just so funny that we yeah. recognize that. And I had known Melissa mm-hmm. for a while. And then we were like, oh my gosh, July 3rd. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. beautiful. It was just meant. I know. Mm-hmm. It's such a blessing. I know. I plan to be, as long as you're doing this podcast, mm-hmm. I will be here. Yay. Yes. So. I'm totally going to keep doing it then. <laughs> Even after. We'll just find a reason to get together. Yeah. It was just like, sorry, Melissa. You still have to see us. But this is a good uh, excuse for making Absolutely. sure we do it. Yes. So who knows what next year will hold. Yes. But okay. I love you guys. The Trinity. <laughs> <laughs> Too, I was gonna say happy birthday. <laughs> I'm sure you do it. Okay. All right. I liked it. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs>What a joy it is to share a birthday with Kaylee and Marla. Now let's review some impact highlights from today's episode. One, we plant seeds for making our impact every day, whether we know it or not. Two, a powerful way to engage in making your impact is to connect on a deep relational level. Three, the negative things we think about ourselves may not actually be true. Four, Questioning your deeply held beliefs can be healthy. It may help you understand why you believe what you believe and ultimately strengthen those beliefs. And five, taking time to rest and do something you enjoy is so important for existing in this life and also for making your impact. Which of these impact highlights resonates with you the most? Leave your answer to this question on the post for this episode on any of my social media channels by searching Melissa Ike, E-I-C-K, on Facebook or Instagram, and at MJ Ike on Twitter. I'll be back next week with more to inspire and equip you to pursue your calling and make a positive difference in the world. Until then, please subscribe to this podcast to get inspired and remember that the world needs you to make your impact.